This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief Spartan 117. Welcome to Quality Time, the KO Koala Entertainment Podcast. Anthony and Skyler will take it from here. Master Chief, out. Hello, hello, and welcome to Quality Time. I'm Skylar Sokol. And I am Anthony Nicolosi. Yes, you are. And uh, to this week, we are, are talking about Expression Part 2. Can't uh, wait. We're going to talk about some feedback from some content, uh, but I need to announce that this week is our first time doing the podcast live on Twitch. Um, for people listening, that probably doesn't matter, but if you want to check it out, we'll probably be doing this regularly, I imagine, now if it works well. So you can see us on Twitch doing the podcast live, uh, see our faces, see Anthony's weird facial expressions. He makes when he yells stuff. Like, it'll be sick. He's making a really weird, scrunchy face right now, for example. <laughs> anyway, moving on. A so, good one. Yeah. So what do you got for us? What You want to start us off with something for uh, our discussion? So to recap for the listeners who didn't hear what part one was all about, we talked last week about expression in games, which uh, the inspiration once again needs to get shout out comes from the magnificent Jesse Shell. Anthony's uh, best and, friend. Yes, I hope. <laughs> and the art of game design, uh, his book, The Art of Game Design, A Book of Lenses. Um, one of his lenses that he talks about in game design is expression. And more or less the conversation revolved around in-game customization, um, the various implementations of it, how you know modern day studios can go about doing it in a way that doesn't totally piss off their audience. Um, so some of the monetization strategies, et cetera, we touched on what Valorant's doing, which is actually one of the pieces of content that we had to this week on Instagram. Um, so good conversation all around. One? Yeah, let's start there. We okay. uh, we created a post just kind of highlighting how epic. <laughs> Sorry, not epic. How Valorant's cosmetic purchase plan is genius. Yes, different four-letter uh, company name. <laughs> by yes, Right Games. So basically, right, Skylar, correct me if I'm wrong, but all virtual currency purchased during the beta is going to be refunded plus twenty percent when the game goes live. Correct. Which it goes live on June second, actually. So this is going yes. to happen for real, like later this week. So I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, and we touched on, uh, we put in the post, we highlighted the fact that uh, in our conversation about Valorant, Podcast 21, if you haven't checked it out already, um, Scott, one of the things Skylar brought up is like, hey, you know, we've had this beta, you know, are the people who played it going to come back for release, basically? And uh, this, we thought, we think this this kind of monetization strategy for the beta is a great way to have people come back. Skylar gave his own experience, I don't know if you want to just briefly summarize it on you know your how you purchase some stuff etc i'm sure it'll come up in talking about the content so let's just jump right into a post and then i'll talk about it cool so we told everybody um basically what it was and for sure the consensus was oh that is dope and one little blackout i i going as far to say ea should be taking some notes on this (laughs) call out to straight out everyone's favorite gaming company you know (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah uh, so i uh, for sure now somebody said this was i thought this was Fortnite for a second somebody in chat this is your chance to be part of quality time we're going to keep talking but does Fortnite have something like this active right now where if you purchase something like within a season you get 20 percent back let us know but i i we saw a few comments 
in, on Instagram about that. Makes me think so, that might be a thing. So a lot of battle passes, Dota, uh, no, not Dota, excuse me, Rocket League, Fortnite, have opportunities for you to earn in-game money throughout the battle pass such that you could potentially pay for your next battle pass using the money you earned from the previous battle pass, right? Right. So right. I think that might be what they're referring to. Yeah, and that, I think, I is think. awesome. And I bet you Valorant will probably do that as well. It'll be interesting to see because on launch of Valorant on Thursday, they are releasing their battle pass. So it'll be... It'll be interesting to see what that battle pass looks like and how oh, really? they managed to okay. do it. Yeah. Cool. Um, one person, Hezi Kiabergero. Okay. I don't know if I <laughs> spell yeah. your name right. We'll tag you. Um, they called it innovational. Do you consider what Valorant's doing right now as innovational? Innovational. Innovative? Um, yeah. So... I think that that is innovative for sure. And I think that's one of the reasons it's so appealing because I haven't really seen a company do that before. And it like hook, line and sinkered me in right away there. Um, I was just like, yeah, sure. I'll buy skins. I get more money back. And if this is a game I'm going to play, why not? Right. Like it's a free to play game. And I definitely have never minded supporting free to play developers. Like if the game is good. So yeah, sure. It's definitely innovative. And I think, I imagine more companies will do it following this because it. I I imagine it worked. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's a great way to. The other like thing we didn't su- touch on directly, but you get it. You know, I think you said you bought the purple skins. I'm calling purple, but you know what I mean, like the the purple styled ones. And uh, theoretically, if you didn't like them or you came to love another one during the beta, when the game releases, you could get another one. Or they'll release. They're going to release new ones come launch that could be better or i could like more that i can buy as well right like now i can just sit on my like hordes of cash until the shit i really like comes out yeah you know you know if they were hopefully they this would probably fall more under manipulative kind of ea style if you will but Ooh. uh activision style for sure what if they release brand new skins that weren't in the beta and all the beta ones get hidden away for like season two. So when season two comes back, you're like, yeah, I got to buy those. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Activision would totally do that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, cool. Innovational, innovative, very innovative. And uh cold Kai one says, Hey, it's a good investment. Then do you feel like that was a good investment? I mean, that's basically what it is, right? If you, I, I know you have some vague interest in the stock market, If I told you if you <laughs> get invested in my company, you were guaranteed 20% on your investment, no matter what happened. No, I, yeah. right. It's a done deal. As long as it's something you care, like you're interested in spending your money on. Right. So, yep. well, they still keep the stuff they bought. So one person did ask, um, Jan, Chai Jikulis. These are hard dudes. You guys gotta get some more simple Instagram handles. <laughs> uh will they still keep the stuff they bought? I just got the game, so I'm wondering. So just for those No, 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 no. So you don't yes. keep the stuff you bought. You don't um, keep keep the stuff. That would be super bang for your buck. <laughs> That'd be insane. That would that would be dumb. That's like right. stealing. It's yeah. yeah. Uh so Alpha Alpha Samus. Alpha Samus. Alpha Samus. That's there how I'm gonna go. say it. Nice, I don't nice. know if he meant that, but that's what I'm gonna say. Um, honestly, it's not that bad because I thought you'd have to pay for it again more. Just like he thought the next time he understood that the next time when the game actually released for, for like fully, he'd have to pay for it again and it'd be more and it was just cheaper because it was the beta. So it might've sounded like almost he had some, the me- the messaging wasn't 
totally clearly actually developer. that's a really interesting statement i've ha- i've had a lot of people i've talked to in game where i've mentioned that too that didn't even know so i think the marketing or like the the information like output they did about this was not very good i don't yeah. think everyone really knew that this was the case and so they may have lost a lot of potential buyers because people didn't know about this yes uh i, I wasn't in directly in that you know world and so i didn't i can't really give my opinion on it but yeah it seems like with something that awesome they would have uh they would have shouted that shit from the rooftops right i I didn't see streamers mentioning it or anything yeah um anyway we got a new topic or what let's move on Yeah. anyway i I think that more or less wraps up the community's thoughts on the valorant post um so at the end of the last podcast skylar threw out great idea which was we should ask the community what was their favorite in-game customization ever and we got a ton of feedback on that but i want to start with you skylar Uh-oh. what's your favorite in-game customization item ever uh you go first well so i have a second to what think. a fucking cheater yeah i asked him and he replied <laughs> i know your yeah. answer is some halo helmet so it's fine so you know i was thinking it is a, it is a halo helmet so you're yeah. right about that however you know, last podcast we talked about how Halo Three and Halo Reach were like so dope with their systems. Uh-huh. For me personally, though, it was a time in my life where I wasn't playing those multiplayer. I was like going through my "I'm super cool" and I don't I'm too cool to play I'm games. Too cool phase. to play with the shitty scrub yeah. lords online. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just too cool to play video games. Period. So I oh, played like the campaign and stuff, but really I barely cool. played the multiplayer. Yeah, just so cool. <laughs> so, um, on. on even though those systems were awesome and I think they're awesome and people were hyped as shit for them, I personally didn't really engage with them. So for me, the coolest in-game customization was, and people in the Halo community, you're going to call me the biggest bitch ever, but is the Halo 4, in Halo 4, if you beat the... So in all the other Halo games, the Master Chief armor, like his helmet and everything, was just like default. Like you got it, you know, and you could play it in multiplayer up to that point. I, sorry, that's not true. Reach, that wasn't true. But like for Halo 1 through 3, that was default. In Halo 4, the only way you could get the Master Chief Mark Six armor was by beating the campaign on Legendary. So uh-huh. that was double satisfying. I thought it was my favorite armor in the game was the Chief armor. And then on top of that, well, I, it, it felt awesome. We got into that last podcast yeah, but yeah. because of the achievement of beating it on Legendary. Yeah, and getting so. to show that off. Yes. Yeah, that's sick. I think... So I'm thinking, um, my favorite in-game cosmetic um, is probably, I, I, I have like a few memories coming to mind of cosmetics that I've really liked. One of my favorites, though, is definitely like my first black market decal in Rocket League. Which um, one was it? Do you remember? I remember getting the heat wave. I don't think that was my first one, but that one is the most significant to me in my memory. That was when there weren't that many. There were like five, right? And Heatwave was, like, the rarest one. And so when I got that, I was, like, super hype. And it was so sick. And they're so rare in Rocket League to get those before. That was through when, a crate, right? Yeah, yeah, That was when there yeah. were crates. Yeah, so it was so hype. And, um, yeah, I loved it. I love Rocket League decals. I think they're so cool, the animated ones, the fact you get to choose the colors. They're just so well made that, no, they're yeah, dope. it's legit. They're super cool. Super um, cool. I, one other cosmetic I might really like, I'm just going to shout it out, is the dreidel antenna in Rocket League. <laughs> um love the dreidel antenna because it's it's great and it's like the only jewish item they've ever added but i wear it 100 percent of the time in hopes that someday they will add another 
They should add one like a uh, car topper dreidel that's fucking spinning. Yeah, you know? for sure, dude. With like they totally like could, a blue, I'm sure like they just a blue didn't. and white particle effect off of it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You make that and send it in. <laughs> uh, okay. Another game we have. I mean, I talked about Dota Cosmetics last time, and the thing I sold for three hundred and fifty dollars or whatever. I was just going to ask about that because I honestly pickles. don't care that much about Dota Cosmetics. Some of the coolest things, though, there are some that are really cool. They uh, that crimson the blood is not cool though. That crimson blood thing you said it's cool. During the international, they released cosmetics that changed the uh, your ability animations, and some of those are very cool. But I I just your character is much smaller in Dota than it is in Rocket League. So sure. the cosmetic no, isn't true. as in your it's face true. and whatever. It's so it's definitely now, Rocket League cosmetics for me. I also want to call out of in recent memory. I played the Doom 2016 multiplayer beta, okay? Uh-huh. And in that beta, I, I have to stream me playing Doom 2016. Once things settle down a little bit, I will stream. But um, you could, like, customize all kinds of elements of the game. Grit on it, like dirt and stuff. I'm sorry, all kinds of things about the guns. So, like, the dirt oh, on it, the scratches on it, like, effects, like, like, like lightning effects and stuff on wow, it. Wow, what the heck? was dope as shit like i thought it was super 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 cool um i'm really excited to see if that carried over into eternal and all that stuff when i finally get around to playing it but anyway that was a cool thing yeah for the doom people that's sick so here's uh marcus fritz draws marcus the okay on Ooh, discord oh boy big man um number one mercher that's for sure thank you so much for the support <laughs> dude true. um he actually he says there's a game called payday 2 Oh, Payday a robbery sick. game. Yes, he said has sick mac- mask customization. The possibilities are basically endless. Interesting. So, I haven't really messed with that customization much. I've only played the game a few times, but I have like vague recollection of people having cool looking masks. Um, I'm assuming it's just like an in depth customization system where you can put decals on it and like text and color and whatever you want. That's sick. I'm also I'm, I'm I'm not familiar with it myself, but yeah, it sounds like he said you could really go deep on it. He said he preferred messing around with his character, so he didn't go like the full gamut. But he thought it was awesome. That's um, sick. let's see, Genie U 2006 custom emblems in Call of Duty. So I actually didn't know that you could make custom emblems oh, in Call of Duty, but I quite I think that's pretty dope. That is know, cool, especially myself. if the like way they're made is like easy to use and you can really do cool stuff with it that sounds sick right. you could just like draw whatever you want basically and yeah and they use their like automatic profanity filter or something to get rid of it I'm, i don't know uh, i'm guessing <laughs> those cod kids you know for sure throwing some dicks around exactly uh, I, i'm thinking about like the smash bros where they had to like ban tons of people yeah. who were just or like mario maker yeah uh. my freaking brother-in-law he comes over to play smash and uh you know who he is because he's always boobs He's some boobs, like his, oh, his, his uh, name, you know, yep. with the two parentheses or whatever. Um, yep. Yeah, there's Damn actually this like huge dude. meme in Mario Maker troll levels, which we talked about a while ago, where like yeah. at some point in the level, you just have something in the shape of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and like <laughs> Nintendo doesn't ban it or some shit. <laughs> um, what? So Togruda. I'm sorry if you your name sounds cooler when you say it, but Togruda said Ivara Prime from Warframe. Now, yeah, Warframe few, is very popular. <laughs> a, few, a few people sent me pictures of Warframe stuff in DMing it on Instagram, and it's some cool and like fucked up shit. Like it's it, like creepy. Uh, not I really? mean it's not that weird, but it's like kind of creepy, nasty kind of stuff. So like in 
in Halo when they when they go ham on the flood stuff, like the infected parasite kind of things, is kind of gives me a similar vibe to this. But uh, so Warframe for those of you who love it. Uh-huh. Uh, Bogman says, For Honor, a game where an edgy knight with mascara and way too many spikes on their sword and shield can stand next to a Roman in shining gold armor playing a flute as rainbows appear behind him, and it looks totally natural. (laughs) That's a good comment. I'm laughing not because of that, but... Because I have currently been in the last week in an or like more, week and a half in an epic saga of trying to get for honor to work on my computer. My friend oh bought my it for me for my birthday, and it crashes on startup. And I have been interacting with Ubisoft support on a daily basis, having them tell me to do the most ridiculous bullshit on my computer to try and get for honor to work. The most recent one was you should run this RAM test utility overnight, and if it doesn't work, you should buy more expensive RAM and replace it because your RAM is probably the thing breaking the game. What the fuck? <laughs> and you know, I was so, like, what? Excuse me? <laughs> I don't know if you're in here to be or not, Toby, but he was just on Instagram Live with us right before we jumped in, and he was saying he he was asking what possible cons are there to PC gaming? PC gaming's <laughs> awesome, I told him. But one thing is like I don't have to I have never even gotten remotely close to calling Ubisoft support for shit on my yeah, Xbox. If your game doesn't work on PC and the developer is not like a good like developer, like a small developer that cares about the community, you are fucked. In my <laughs> message to them, I was like, "Hey, is there a possibility I could get in touch with like someone familiar with the development of the PC version of For Honor so I could talk to them? I'm a professional software developer. Like I'd be happy to get on a call with you, whatever that we could do this faster." We'll this Their shit, response yeah. was, "We have no communication with the development team sorry this is going wrong for you sorry or sorry this hasn't worked can you send me a new ms info from your computer so i can see if anything's changed and i'm just like ah did you pay for it uh my friend did it's shit dude that's i mean i can i'm gonna either refund can it or refund? tell them to give me my okay. money back whatever but i mean i want it to work like i want to play that game yeah so. yeah and i've googled it a ton it's like been a known issue since the beta of the game like five years ago and was never fixed what, what oh, the heck? One of the possible solutions, which I think is hilarious, I know this is a bit of a tangent, but the funniest possible solution that I've read is that the game has to be installed on your C drive, the drive where your OS is installed, otherwise it won't work. Yeah, because it's got some, the code's got some relative path to yeah, some link, yeah. it, to some dynamic library or some shit. I thought exactly. I'm just like, hell no. Uh, My 128 that's... gigabyte SSD is not getting a 100 gigabyte game on it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I hope you have an SSD on your C drive. If not, you're getting fucked. Num- yeah, anyways. Any- <laughs> anyway, anyway, moving on. Tangent that, over. That guy triggered me by mentioning Four Honors. Sorry. But that was a. <laughs> Fun. I laughed at that comment. Um, uh, I would like that to see this mascara. Great. That comment was great. That comment was hilarious. Yeah. Yes, Bogman. Uh, Tucker Kraus, Halo Reach. So this is a, here. Here we go. Somebody Some else. Some of your Halo, Halo boys was really well done. You didn't pay money for skins, as I mentioned before. He's he he verifies. You didn't pay money for skins. You worked and earned every little piece of armor to fully customize your Spartan. Elite customizations were okay. Um, cause you had, so elites like not Spartans, like the aliens, you could be the alien like avatar. If you wanted to, those customizations weren't as awesome, but having multiple to choose from, um, was at least cool. Could have been done better. Tucker Krause says, um, again, just want to reemphasize that that was really cool of reach. Like everything you did gave you some amount of like virtual currency that had to be used to unlock the item. So you really I mean, felt sick. Yeah. 
yeah you really felt and, and it also had all the like weekly achi- you know challenges yep. uh, achievements that when unlocking gave you more credits so it's just Reach really good really progression cool system to make you feel like you're prog- yeah you know i have to shout out call of duty Warzone. I've actually been playing that recently, if you want to know. I let well, it take I, I up 106 gigabytes on my computer. The, the progression really? in that game just is really Warzone? cool. Is 106? Uh, just Warzone. My friend who bought the full game, if you install it on PC, you can't just install Warzone. It's 210 gigabytes. Holy fuck. <laughs> That's crazy. It's that doesn't insane. even fit on your fucking SSD. <laughs> <laughs> it sure doesn't. Uh, we, yeah, anyway, the progression in that game is really good. In Call of Duty, I remember playing like Modern Warfare 2 a while ago and stuff. It's always had really good progression. Like you unlock shit constantly with your guns, with your like character, with your kills. Like everything's unlocking very constantly. Very addicting. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, which is very like satisfying. Did you hear that community? Lots of people in the community. I would say the the game that we get requested to play the most that we don't like actively play is definitely Call of Duty. So really, I mean, I would um, play Warzone anytime. It's fun. Like, it's, yeah, there's compared to we'll, Valorant we'll where in. the guns actually have recoil. It's pretty satisfying to just be able to point at someone and hold down left click and not have to move my mouse up or down, <laughs> and they just die. I think that's why so many people love it. Just Ghost Recon Wildlands by from Josh R. Another one that he loves. Um, his favorite cosmetic bit from it is cloths. So sweet cloths. Um, cloths. Shout out Ghost Recon Wildline cloths. Uh, <laughs> probably cart customization in Mortal Kombat Seven says Seth Richard twenty two. We had a few Mortal Kombat callouts here. Seven, so, uh, ten. Yeah. So Nether Realm and Bandai Namco, two companies that have been very well known for their customization in fighting games. Mortal Kombat, Tekken, and Soul Calibur have had some amazing customization. If you just Google like Soul Calibur, um, and then any character name in the world, not from Soul Calibur, just anything, any cartoon character, any whatever, there will be someone who made a customized character of that character in Soul Calibur, and it looks legit as fuck. Because the customization Sweet. in that game is so deep. Um, and I think Mortal Kombat is similar. You have a lot of customization that can make the characters look very cool. It's definitely not as freeform as the Soul Calibur customization, but the Mortal Kombat cosmetics are very cool looking. Cool. No, yeah. that, that's that's cool. I, I don't have any personal experience with it, but lots of people vouching for Mortal Kombat in the in the comments on our Instagram post. Sick. Um, I want to call out Luis.mtj. Uh, was another Halo. He's just Halo, Halo, Halo. I asked him what's his favorite cosmetic ever. He said it was one from Halo Five called Hell Jumper. But the reason why I want to focus on it is because I asked him. Um, int- he said because he made the point to say um, Hell Jumper from Halo Five. Um, like just eventually getting it was cool. And if you remember last podcast, I said all of Halo 5's cosmetics were locked behind the rec RNG crate loot system. Like yes. literally outside of like three armor sets, everything was through the the random drops rng yeah and i asked him how do you feel about the fact that almost all the armors were locked behind the rec system and luis says hated it capitals hated <laughs> it i unlocked hell jumper probably relatively recently thanks to quarantine um and quarantine's kind of warped my sense of time but after roughly 85 in-game Ooh. days i unlocked it oh like my fuck God. that shit dude are you fucking kidding me Ugh. like there was some bad. armors in halo 5 where I loved playing Halo anyway, so I didn't care. But, like, there were other people who were, like, trying to get it. The Halo 2 battle rifle was an infamous one. My brother-in-law, they were, like, trying to unlock it to use in Warzone. Fucking, like... uh, Anyway, uh, just to say, another 
they they vouch for that being frustrating yeah. as fuck and shitty. Yeah. So, so uh, maybe like time it. for one more topic. You got another topic for us? So the last topic that we could talk about, honestly, I think we can we can move past it. It was basically the community's thoughts around Halo 5 armors, the poopy and the oh, cool my. ones. Okay. Uh, and there were some interesting com- conversations around that. But um, yeah, I, I think community, we hear you loud and clear. Thank you guys for your feedback over on Instagram. Um, Always. I'm, I'm going to be scrolling through to see if i can find this one last one but what do you have some closing thoughts on from your part well so expression is a really interesting thing right because for some people it is the is the main reason they're playing the games they're playing right like they want this expression they want this cool customization they want to feel immersed in the game either by customizing their character so it feels like them or customize their character so it just feels like really cool to them and that's something like they made and i think that's that is like a really important concept, right? Because some people are cool with just being like a nameless protagonist who is whatever, right? But I think it's hard to say that there are people who wouldn't be happier if they could say, this is what I want this character to look like, right? Like, I think that yeah. appeals to almost everyone. And it's just like a thing that you want in games if you can. Some sort of way to make the character your own, even if it's really simple, change the color palette, something like that. Yeah. You know, the... The last thing I'd probably say, two last things, um, are examples from Bungie. So in Halo Reach, you were not Master Chief, you were another Spartan, and technically how you customized them sh- showed up in the actual game, right? So like in in-game cutscenes, your Spartan was wearing its armor and all that stuff, right? Um, this carried over to Destiny. So in Destiny is similar, obviously, you're always yourself, there's no like default character if you will but you're like you're basically in destiny 2 you don't talk your character doesn't talk so literally your expression your your in-game customization has to carry your entire expressiveness for those who are not watching on stream you are missing out on Skylar's cat Noki turning off the lights or attempting to on him. Hopefully <laughs> it's actually like... a switch to the plug that his router is connected to. <laughs> and this will end much more hilariously abruptly uh, than planned. She's just like trying to like clob the wall. I, maybe she saw a bug or something. If there's a bug on the wall, she just like goes ham. Uh, she'll even go to the point where she'll just meow at a bug that's too high for her to get until I pick her up by her back legs, pull her up to it so she can attack it with her front leg, like, <laughs> from wherever I'm holding Dude, her. and all these moths? Have you had a fuck ton of moths? No, I, I don't at? think I've had a single moth in my apartment since oh, I moved what? in here. It has been insane at my old house where we just moved out, and not as bad up here, but, or down here, whatever, down south, but... Like, there's been moths everywhere. I saw something on Weather Channel that, like, all these crazy insects are coming out after Moth I don't know how many years. Mothmageddon. <laughs> first the plague and then the famine, baby. End of times. <laughs> Death of the firstborn. You and I are fucked. <laughs> Can we fight angels to determine if we win and if we live? I would be I don't okay with that. I think that's how that works. No. Yeah. Anyway. It's all about the lamb blood. This- uh, anyway. <laughs> This has been quite the episode. If you are right now in stream and you listen regularly, we'd love to get your hot take. Is this better or what? I think this is definitely enjoyable. Yeah, um, we'll probably fun. we'll probably continue to do this. And what we'll try and do next time is have a more set time so that we can advertise it out to you guys a little earlier, so yeah. you guys know when we're going I mean, live, so yeah. you can jump in. 
For sure. So, and maybe we can make it more consistent on a weekly basis. A consistent time will do that. Um, it'll be cool to do a street, uh, podcast live where we're talking about a brand new topic. Um, I think these community feedback episodes are cool, but we don't always get to go that deep into conversations in them. So I'll be excited to go pretty deep in a uh, and on stream so we could potentially even get some live feedback from the chat about stuff we're talking about. There you go. See, Lynx Potter, YouTube uh, links the man England, Mister England. What's up, dude? He says yes, better, way better. He says, uh, "TV Gaming says way better, bro." Yeah, okay. that's my TV. Right, I think we end this before it goes it goes <laughs> off the rails. Uh, where can people find us? You can find us. You can go to Ko Koala Entertainment right now at twitch.tv slash Ko Koala underscore. Right now we are streaming. This is getting streamed on Twitch. Ko Koala underscore twitch.tv. When you're listening, it will be in the past, but but you never know. (laughs) Ko Koala underscore ent on Twitch. Uh, Also on Instagram. Also on Twitter. Come join up. But holy shit, join the Discord. Go. The easiest way to do it is find one of our social media profiles or our website, kokoalaentertainment.com, and click the link to join. It, we do. We we have. We are on the the last week of our first Discord giveaway that is hooked into um, the idle game that we have running in our server that revolves around Agora Institute, a very important entity in the universe of our upcoming game. So you get a sneak peek of the universe of our game. You get to actually influence the direction some of these things go um, in in universe as we approach the release of the game. And uh, on top of that, you can win shit. You have way better chances of winning prizes in the Discord giveaway than you do on Instagram, where we have like 16,000 comments on the current Xbox controller giveaway. Your chances are rather low compared to Discord especially. So join the Discord. And the most of all, it's because the community is dope as fuck <laughs> it's a really good awesome group of people and you can talk to us directly in there me and skyler josh we're in there all the time you can ping us we'd love to talk to you about whatever and uh yeah it's a good time yep cool well thanks for listening everyone and we'll be back next week I'll say the- <gasps> see you goodbye